Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Welcome. Uh, An emperor of the jazz police. Don't get me started. Hey, glad to, glad to get you started and get you, <laughs> and get you up in the morning. You know, I got. Let me do this. Uh, what what do you hope to do with your podcast? Well, I'm just I'm just talking. Uh, All of a sudden, I woke up. You know, I'm 69. I'm going to be 70 next year. It will be my 65th anniversary in show business next year. I have been around the world 45 gazillion times. In the last 10 years, I've been running around on a horse, not saying that the British are coming, but saying that the Russians are coming, because I've been watching what's been happening all over the world with the Russians ag- with Putin's agenda, because this is the other thing. We've got to get the people out of the way of the leaders, because the leaders uh, <laughs> have these mental penile implants that makes them feel that they must rule somebody. And the question is not that you feel that you must rule somebody. The question is, why do you feel you must rule somebody? Who told you that you are capable of that or that you should even have have that feeling in your soul anywhere? The battle that I see going on, that I've seen growing and growing and growing, is the battle between do you do something because it's the right thing and you know it in your gut and, and because that is the heart of who we should be. We should be loving beings and or or are you obsessed and possessed to want to tell everybody what to do and how to do it and there we got a bunch of guys and i'm gonna go girl and guy now (laughs) a bunch of guys walking around thinking they gotta rule the world and they're high-fiving each other in public and they're partying and they're putting their stuff together and people are either sleeping on this, which scares gonna, me. I, I was going to ask you, why do you think they're getting away with it? Well, you just gave well, reason I got, number I've one. Well, I've got creepy, creepy feelings about why they're getting away with it, but that, that well, gets into I, well, another thing. Well, creep us out. What do you think? <laughs> you know, why well, you... because I go to Russia a lot and I know how they function, they, they constantly, if you come from anywhere else, or even if you're there and they have any suspicions about you, yeah. you're constantly under observation. Constantly. They know everything you're doing. Everything. Trust me, when Trump went there the first time, yeah. they had cameras all up in his room. They had hoes all up in his room. Because they, everything the Russians do... Now, you're do, not talking about gardening hoes. I'm talking I, I, about... I, I'm well, just, in a way, I, they're I, gardening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm talking about... <laughs> They're doing some doing some plowing, but anyway, uh, no, I'm 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 talking about the fact that when we were trying to build bombs, the Russians were sitting in rooms trying to figure out how to move an ashtray across the table with their mind. They're about mind games. Putin is particularly about mind games, and so if he's got somebody he's going after that he wants to create a situation of compromise mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. he's going to get dirt on your ass. He's going to find out what you do like and he's going to serve it to you. He's going to find out what you don't like, and he's going to threaten you with it. Mm -hmm. And between those two things, he's got you between a rock and a hard place. And if the media wants to get rid of Trump in two days, stop talking about what he's doing, because he's not doing Jack. He's being Mr. T. (laughs) Everything that he does is coming from Putin. I've been saying to people for years, these suckers are communicating with each other every freaking day. Every day. And it's starting to come out. Oh, yeah, well, we have been meeting, you know, we have been talking Mm -hmm. to them. Yeah, yeah, we did have that meeting. Mm -hmm. They do everything out in the open. That's bad. 
because then it becomes blurred. Yeah. Is this yeah. bad? Is this good? They're yeah. doing it in the open. It couldn't right. be bad. Right. Right. But you got to look. That, well, that's the, you know that's a, vi- a a fascinating point. You're right. Let's do it in the open because if yeah. because if, if since it's in the open. It it as you say it can't be bad. It can't be bad because it's right we here. We just did it here. We but, just but did people, it. But yeah. people, people, I grew up in New York. If you get me mad enough, I talk like Trump. You know, it's like, hey, what what the hell are you doing? This is a guy that grew up in Queens, where little little old white ladies sit in their house dresses, and anybody brown that passes their house, they call him a nigga. This is this is where he grew up. Here we go again. This is his petri mm-hmm. dish. This is who he is. This is a man who decided he didn't want to live with his first wife anymore, so he hooked up with another broad, brought her to Aspen, put her across the street from his family while he was doing her, while he was married to his first wife. So when he gets tired of stuff, and the Russians know this, he just kicks everything over. Oh, no, I'm going I'm to screw somebody new. And he's doing that to the country. Mm-hmm. And he was put where he is to do that to the country. And Putin has planted these little moronic idiots all over the world to destroy democracy. And they're killing it. Yeah. And we have. And I I think you may have been out of the country. You may have been out out of the country. We had the uh, vice chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee here. Mm -hmm. Mark Warner came in. Okay. Uh, to really tell us that these little folks you're talking about, he's yeah, put a, yeah. they targeted this show. I know they, they did. targeted. Well, they've been targeting black folks for and, uh, and centuries. That's right. They, and get other and got the black folk to do it. My mother, yeah, told me that when she was a little girl during the Depression in New York, she grew up in Harlem with a Swedish Finnish mother and a Barbadian father. Okay, that if you wanted to get a decent lunch. In Harlem, you went down to the Y, where the Communist Party had set up, and they gave free lunches, in quotes, to black folks if they'd sign up for the Communist Party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is how the communists yeah. and, work. Yeah, work. This yeah. is this is Putin's training. These are his roots. Right, right. Between that and Mein Kampf, and that's another thing that's been going on in Europe for a very long time that's been talked about now, and let me give my now, now, let, let me give me, myself some credibility and balance. But I was and, just going to say because people yeah. are saying, "Wait a minute, how, how does, does she Pat, know? How does Patty Austin do, know all of know? this?" Okay, please. here's how I know. All right, you know they keep saying, "Follow the money." Don't follow the money. Follow the follow the musicians, the artists, and the hoes. Why? Because we get to see all these people with their drawers off. We sing for their parties. We sing at their events. We perform for them. You know, I I always use this analogy. Back when uh, Chicago was nothing but gangster-filled, there were many musicians who got killed or threatened because they saw the mob doing their dirt. Because they would do their dirt, they felt sufficiently entitled to do their dirt in front of anybody that they wanted to. And we don't even exist. So if I'm standing there and I'm the drummer with the band and I see you shoot somebody in the front row... Well, <laughs> we're going to have a conversation, and it's going to be, mm-hmm. you didn't see anything, right? Especially if you want to work again. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So this is what the Russians are doing. They're just, they're just, they're just thugs. They're thugs. And, and I watch these people. I see these people walk into a room. How do you do? How do you do? Three drinks later. Hey, whoa, You know, and here come, here come the call girls. They're all screwing the same women. 
There, <laughs> you know, and, and we get to see this. I had a conversation the other day. One of the reasons I know so much about what's going on in Russia is because I work with a guy there who is Putin's best friend from his childhood. They play hockey every day. They played together on, on the same team when Putin was playing hockey. For real. I think he, play, he played professional hockey at some mm-hmm. point in time. Mm-hmm. So they were on the same team. And this guy went to Berkeley. He's a great, amazing saxophone player, jazz musician from Russia. And so pretty much anybody that's in that genre that goes to Russia works with this guy. And uh, that's how I got to meet Putin and just kind of see how stuff goes down. Now, the last time I went to Russia, and I work in Russia a lot, Ukraine, Croatia, all of these countries, Armenia, I'm very popular there because jazz is still very popular in that part of Europe. And uh, the audiences are fantastic. And by the way, the people are amazing. And I'm even going to say that I understand where the Russians are coming from, or shall we say where Putin's coming from. I understand his drive and what he's all about and why he feels compelled to do what he's doing. I get all of that. It's wrong. Yeah, but I get it. Yeah, and 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 there's a, a long history and a and relationship and ownership. Go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And the Russians have a tremendous culture and an yeah. amazing history. And so yes, and they and they do have a a tendency to be a tad pompous about it all. Uh, but I get it. I get it. So the last time I go to Russia, and excuse me for going moving all over the place, but my brain is a little fried this morning after after last last night's opening at the Kennedy Center. Ha ha ha! Did I get that in? And um, so I go there for a cultural exchange that's been going on, I think, about eight years in Russia. Uh, and every year they have a representative of American music at this cultural exchange. Last year it was Herbie, or the year before it was Herbie, Herbie Hancock. Hancock. Okay. Um, uh, Kurt Elling went the year before that. And then I went last year in November. And um, I knew I did a lot of reading up on uh, the politicization. Is that the word? It's a new word today. Uh, Politicalization of uh, of everything in Russia. So I knew when I got there after all the reading I was doing and focusing on that specifically that that I was going to be asked about the political situation in the United States because they're very interested in what Americans, particularly mm-hmm. artists, feel about all of that. So I get to Russia. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the whole the whole story. I hit the lobby of the hotel. A beautiful Russian girl comes walking up to me, beautiful young Russian girl. And I might add that most Russian girls are beautiful. The reason they're beautiful is because uh, as soon as they could put five cents together back in the day when Putin was starving his people so he could have his way with them, and they'd have to wait online for 10 hours to get a loaf of bread. Uh, women figured out, okay, I got to sell what <laughs> I got to sell what I got. But what I got ain't that cute. So Russian plastic surgeons made a lot of money. Come on. There are not too many Russian girls that have not had some kind of work done. If you look at Putin, he's had a lot of work done. By the way, honey, back off on back up on the fillers. He looks like his cheeks are going to explode any minute. But anyway, so the Russians are very into plastic surgery. 
I'm, t- I'm giving you this. I'm listening. This is the stuff people need to understand. And now, you, uh, now, once again, so people understand, this is not conspiracy. This is this observation. Is, yes. All right, go yes. ahead. Go ahead. So she comes up. She goes, oh. And in case people are wondering who are we talking to, it's Patty Austin. I know you're, I know you're wondering. <laughs> who, singer? by the way, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, performing at the Kennedy Center and a great show, the Nat King Cole so fun. Oh, uh, at 100. I, oh, God. We're having great. fun I, with uh, the National oh. Symphony, by oh, the way. Oh, but The that, National Symphony has learned how to count on two and four. I'm so uh, proud of wait them. Wait a minute. Is, uh, wait, hold, hold your point. Yeah. But it's so fascinating to watch these symphonic musicians. Right, right. Sit there. Yes. And, you know, they, you know, you guys are doing your thing, you know, and... I don't. I. I'm trying. Are they patting their feet? Are they not patting? Well, mean, I know they're good. I know, I know they're very professional. But y'all are professional. Now we're going to digress some more because ten years ago I had to cuss the National Symphony out. Why? Because they're racist. Oh, you know, yesterday. Now hold on. You they can were. See, they you, were. Now you can see better than I can. Yeah. This is Washington D.C. I know. Was there any black person in that symphony? No, but there are a lot more Asians and a lot more women, and that will also help dilute the nonsense. I know, but there wasn't a single <laughs> no, black person no, in, no, in the no. entire symphony. And okay. I went in there to do a show that had uh, a, right. a lot of black music, and everybody was sucking their teeth and rolling their eyes, and they had to play uh, a Charlie Parker solo in the middle of uh, the song. And they were very disturbed about it, and I had to talk to them. You know, I know you think that these notes are beneath you, but if you were really as bad as you think you are, and, and, yeah, that's right. like my brother Winton, yeah, that's right. you would be able to that's play right. this part. But you're right. complaining about it because right. you can't play, play it. it. You can't play it, yeah. You know, so rather than stand here and suck your teeth and roll your eyes at me, you need to go in the back and woodshed yeah, and yeah. figure out how to play. Now, when you can play that, then you can start, yeah, we can start talking about how, ti- uh, how tired you think that yesterday is. Yesterday, our brother B.B. was here, mm-hmm. and he and we, we went out to breakfast, and he said, he, he said, you know, talk, and you're talking about playing that note. Yeah. He said, Joe, I was up all night <laughs> trying to hit this note right. on Nature Boy. Yes, Yes. And I said, "You kid." He said, "I." He said, <laughs> and "I know what that note was." Too. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I exactly and he said, was. "I would all." Oh, but that speaks to how complex. Oh yeah. This this is, oh, and yeah. like you say, folks get snobbish. They, they get Great snobbish. Musicians play everything. Bebop came from. I teach master classes. I teach young people all over the world how to sing jazz because I'm trying to keep that genre alive. That's what I was part of what I was doing in Russia was also to oh, teach okay. right. master classes with the cultural thing. And um, it, it, one of the things you have to tell these students is that this music came from bebop in particular came from as most black music does came from a source of great frustration because you had these incredible black musicians who read, wrote knew how to do everything musical, but they could not get into that upper strata, the or, the orchestral world, the classical world, because people did not think they could do that. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea of bebop was, I'm going to take your song, Go after I get off the air, go look up some bebop music and listen to the structure. The structure is, here's your melody, folks, white folks, here's your melody. I'm going to play that first, just the way you wrote it. Then I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then, just to make sure you know that I know where all this came from, I'm going to go right back to that again at the end. 
So, yeah. And I use the example of someday my prince will come with my students. Excuse my voice this morning, but it's da da do da do da. Ba ba bu be do da do 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 do. Ba ba da ma da 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 da. Then you be baptized. Yeah. Better do da didn't do. Better da 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 be do da didn't do. That's what we do when we get a hold of you. <laughs> Let's continue in just a moment. We don't go on it. <laughs> I, I, I had to get back to Putin. Yeah, we gonna get All right, back. we get back to Putin. <laughs> Patty Austin is with us and in town. Uh, yesterday we had uh, BBN and we just had a ball and. And then, uh, he's just so oh, silly. I know. He's, and if you really want to get him, just call him Benjamin. Oh, so, really? Yes, yes, yes. Well, I when guess. we're, when we're yeah, clenched yeah. in a war yeah, and yes, yes, dancing like, tonight, yeah, I shall yeah, say. Yeah, like when you, yeah, when you do your piece together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Benjamin. That, oh, yeah, Benjamin. yeah, right. It's good. Oh, Lord. You know, <laughs> we have a tendency. <laughs> <laughs> Bibi and I have a tendency when we're rehearsing, or because yeah. we have to control ourselves during the show, we'll just look at each other in the middle of singing and just peel off laughing. You we'll know, continue. We, there, okay. There'll be more of that. <laughs> I, look, guys, I you know I know. Look, I've got every line is lit. <laughs> no, no, listen, because we started off with the the the, the mirror yes. thing. I and if you, I'll 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 get to your because they're being. In, I know what they're doing. And look, they're I got it, I got advice from here. You, you got to go. Unfortunately, because we're, we're not there yet as a people. We have to we have to act like old black people in the South. You know, if you were in the South and you had a grandma down south and you lived up north with your parents and you went down south, your grandma would pull you aside and say, "Look, now when you hit the streets here, you can't do this. You can't say that. You can't act this way." When you run into the popo, just go into your popo position, which is yes, sir, no, sir. And then when you leave, if you're lucky enough, because you're dealing with very, very crazy people, that's another theory I've got, um, because I think the police department is to, uh, I think a lot of police are to the police department what a lot of priests were to the Catholic Church. I think we have a lot of very, very scary people in the police departments that have very scary agendas. We'll continue. I'm uh, Madison, the Black Eagle, here on Sirius XM, Urban View, Patty Austin. You know, I'm going to do one day what C-SPAN does, and just keep the mics open during the the uh, oh, on the, the on breaks. The breaks right? On the breaks, yeah, everybody says that. Yeah, because the conversation revealing the breaks. The, you know, we we got it. We went from uh, <laughs> Russia to China, <laughs> and within three, from Russia to China in in uh, three minutes. You know, uh, <laughs> sounds like my life. Frank from Georgia, you can go ahead with a comment, and we'll just fill in as as we talk. Go ahead. You're part of the conversation, Frank. Good morning, Miss Madison. Good morning, and say Good hello morning, to Miss, Patty Miss Austin. Austin. Yeah. Good morning, Frank. I love you. Go. <laughs> hey, hey interesting me. observation and information on Putin, Russia, and Trump. Yeah, isn't it? Fat? Uh, and you know why we were, and let me tell you, what we're talking about. See, I don't, I, I always tell people, listen with a third ear. What she said, entertainers see these things because you got you ladies and guys do more private gigs, exactly. or at least as many as uh, we uh, as, as we do, do TV uh, and yeah, theater right, and exactly. blah, 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 blah. And these are private gigs, you they know, are but private gigs. Yeah, go ahead, Frank. <laughs> okay, Mr. Mouse, uh, uh, the 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 stop on the air fresh. It wasn't about the air freshener, Mr. Mouse. Oh, it wasn't about the air fresh at all. 
Yeah. Uh, that was pure D harassment. Right. If you notice, if you notice the cop, he went from mm. window ten mm. to front window ten mm. to to big big trucks and mm. everything else. And I listened to that whole video, and he even had a guy to do a field sobriety test. Uh, that was pure D harassment. Young black man, and get this, Mister Mouse, you said, "Oh, nice car." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a problem. So, yeah. right you all, all that in the play. That was just a rash, man. That's yeah. all I had to say about that. All right. All right. I had a friend that yeah. was a gardener that uh, was a very wealthy gardener, happened to be a brother, and he owned a raggedy truck and a Mercedes. And guess what? He drove to work. The raggedy Thank truck. Thank you, because mm-hmm. he knew he was going to catch it otherwise. Mm-hmm. And every now and then he'd drive his car, and the cops would pull him over, and he would become. A, I, I was just dri- I'm just driving today. I don't. I don't know nothing. I so just he got. Went, you. Oh, he he'd go into, right there. Into his yeah, yeah, black folks, it ain't over yet. So you have to continue to protect yourself and find clever ways to do it because these children are not done. They got a lot of real ugly stuff running around on their bloodstream. Hey, Ken so. from Massachusetts is a first time caller. <laughs> He's a, well. That's how we salute first time callers. Um, <laughs> Hey, I Ken. love it. That's funny. Ken, <laughs> who is a... Who hey, is how's it going, Mr. Madison? I'm it's fine. Awesome. Thank you for having me. And you're on with uh, my guest, Patty Austin. Yes, uh, good, good morning. Uh, I just now, wanted to make a four Now, let me ask you, you don't have points. a problem with being... I have a friend who I've known all my life mm-hmm. as Patty, and her, her husband kind of pulled my coattail yeah. and said, um, we don't call grown people Patty anymore. Oh, I whoops. Well, who said I was grown? All right, go ahead, man. I'm just checking. <laughs> I'm just checking. Who put that rumor somebody out there? Might, uh, it's Patricia. I'm, oh, uh, yeah, God. Yeah. Go, yeah. go ahead. No, I'm sorry, uh, Ken. With an eye, Patty. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for having me on this morning. I just want to make four quick points about the uh, traffic stop. I'm a, uh, I'm a former de- decorated law enforcement officer. All right. And I'm also a use of force police practices. All right. Okay. Now, so point number one. Yes. Go ahead. You said you uh, wanted to make four points. It, it definitely was racial profiling. Okay. Uh, the stop was unreasonable. Um, every every car has a, a, a rearview mirror, so that obstructs the view in itself. So if it, it was a safety concern, we wouldn't have rearview mirrors. Um, the second point is that um, if the officer felt that there was an immediate concern for safety, he would have stopped him immediately. He didn't. He followed him. All right. Point number three is that um, when we say racial profiling, it's, this fits under the category of catch and release. He stopped that, that young man because he wanted to conduct a fishing expedition. And in his fishing expedition is why he asked him so many other questions that were unrelated to the actual traffic stop, which was, uh, you know, about marijuana in the car. Right. All those other things. And booze, yes. Yeah. And, and point number four is that um, he issued the ticket uh, simply because that's to cover his pretext uh, for the unreasonableness of the stop. Yeah. Right. Um, that that uh, to justify it so that he can't, you know, All right. claim that it was racially All right. motivated. Now, I'm going to ask you as a civilian, uh, and, and Patty made uh, her point, as a civilian, I'm in that situation. What should Patty and I do? Um, you, should, you, you shouldn't have to act any differently than any other white person on the road that stopped by a police officer. You don't have to offer any information. You shouldn't have to act stupid. You should be able to act like your normal, as your normal self and ask the officer, Bluntly, why am I being a stopped officer? Um, the Oops. officer gives you an answer, and if he wants to have your license and registration, you hand that to him, and that's the end of the conversation. Um, we shouldn't have to pretend to be something that we're not. We shouldn't, and that's the key word in your sentence, but we better. 
<laughs> I, that's that's absolute I'm, nonsense. I'm, I'm, I'm I've had too many runs I'm run-ins excited. with cops where if you don't play that game the way that game is being played at that moment, you can get your brains blown out. I have been we have there. To have, we have to have an honest discussion. People are getting their brains blown out, and they haven't played that game. So it doesn't matter. Well, but if you, you can't make that decision it. when you're in that situation. You have to do. Here, let me give you a little. I love stories. Stories say so much. A friend of mine's walking down the street, and she notices that every time she stops, there's a guy behind her, and he keeps stopping every time she stops. So she decides at that point, because she's very vulnerable, that she's going to stop in a in a doorway. She knows he's going to stop next to her. When he stops next to her, she turns around and goes, can I help you, mister? And he went like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This woman is messed up. You've got to do whatever you can do to survive. You are dealing with some very, very angry, hostile, crazy people out there who have uniforms, who have been anointed because they have a uniform and a gun, and they have a different agenda than you. Can. So you can't, you cannot uh, negotiate, or you cannot say, "Hey, this is the way it's supposed to be." Yes, it's supposed to be that way, but it is not that way. Your your comment, Ken. So you must survive. Uh, I, I filed the first ever false claim act case against a police institution as a former law enforcement officer. I was just going to say to try to correct <laughs> the longstanding discriminatory systemic mm-hmm. uh, systemic discriminatory patterns and practices. Mm-hmm that are showing inequality in how people are being treated, right. whether they're black, brown, uh, speak different languages, versus how white people are being treated. The case is K. Wilson, K. William, Ken, Williams, Ken Williams versus the city of Brockton. I would really uh, hope that people would look it up. All right. Thanks for the call. Eddie from New Jersey, first-time caller, <laughs> who, by the way, is a police officer. Also, go ahead, and you're on with, Patty Austin, Joe Madison here. Go ahead. Thanks for holding. Good morning, Mr. Madison morning. and Miss Austin. How's everyone this morning? Oh, fine. Great. Doing great. Joe, I'm a retired police officer of the state of New Jersey. I was a police officer for 27 years. Joe, that uh, rear view mirror, that's bullshit. I cannot tell you how many times myself as a police officer have walked up to a car not only an air freshener hanging from a uh, rear view mirror, maybe dice or feather. Right, I was right. Say uh, right. fuzzy dice. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Anything, Joe. Sun catcher, Joe. Your amulet. Excuse me, ma'am, sir. Sun catcher. <laughs> you want to remove that from your rear view mirror? The dream you know, catcher. Illegal in New Jersey, <laughs> Joe. It's simple. It's that, well, that's what that's what I said. If if you will pull me and you like you pull. Yeah, well, why'd you stop me, officer? Well, your air freshener or your sun right. catcher. Well, Easy. oh, and the co- police officer should say, you need to remove that. Yeah. Sorry to bother you, yes, but, you, you know, go. in case some there other you police are. You're absolutely and right. I, Don't write me a ticket. Can I say this yes, for all uh, the good cops out yeah, there? Because please. there are good cops, and there's nothing more well, magical. Like, like the one we're probably listening I'm sure talk the, to. I'm, yeah. I'm listening to him, so I know yeah. where his heart is coming from. Oh, absolutely. These, the absolutely. Guys, guys like you. And the guys who are who know how to negotiate a situation. I I yes. was in a situation with, uh, um, actually, it was in D.C. at the train station, and um, my driver had pulled into a, the wrong place wrong to r- to uh, unload yeah. my car, right, unload right. the car, yeah. it was my car. Yeah. And just as he pulls up, an ambulance pulls up, oh. and so it becomes a very tricky thing. Right. So there's two young 
white cops that come over to the car and they come over to the car like and there was an older white cop that came over and he just kind of pulled them aside and he gently came over and said this is not where you need to be right now yeah let's figure right. out where you can go that's what a fabulous policeman is supposed to do. We're supposed to look at police and go, ah, oh, relief. Here comes the person with the brain that's going to negotiate this into a good uh, or a much better place than we are now. Yeah. But you've got these children. Look, if you've got anybody under Thank 25 uh, with a gun okay. in their hand, mm -hmm. their brain hasn't finished forming yet, for heaven's sake. So what are you saying? Police officers should be older than 25? You shouldn't be drinking, fighting in a war being a cop doing anything that requires the frontal cortical portion of your brain to function because I, it hasn't finished growing as, yet as you're talking as you're Jeez. talking as you're talking i i'm just curious with all the discussion with um was it maury from the houston rocket you know the controversy with lebron james yes yeah, I'm not quite up on that because I've been well, moving around I, too much that, to all right, but we'll, but, stay on top But here's of where I'm was. going. Mm -hmm. Do you Are you ever concerned, Patty Austin, entertainer, mm -hmm. that you might lose your audience because I didn't of have your them in the, I didn't have them in the first place what? if I lose them for this. If I lose them for having an opinion that's yes. different from your opinion, yeah. then I didn't have you in the first place. So who cares? <laughs> as as uh, I'll, I'll never forget Senator Irwin this was years ago somebody said to him don't you think you should explain to people he had done something that people were not happy about and he said what my friends don't require an explanation and my enemies won't believe it so ding 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 we got to stop doing that we have to we have to express ourselves with something other than a gun in this country and in this world and 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 also having some empathy and opening our ears to what other people have to say because everybody's got a reason that they do what they do. I don't care that you're doing what you're doing. I care why you're doing what you're doing. How did you get this way? How did the sausage get made? Oh, well, every day I saw my dad beat my mommy's butt. So the next time I see a woman, that's what I think I'm going to have to do to her. And this is what people are carrying around with them. And they bring that mentality into every situation they encounter. So where does the change come in? How do you change At that? home. At home. At home. And we have to find out our history, our real history. You know, we didn't have these problems when we had three networks and no phones. You know, you're right. We because really we're all didn't. looking at the same well, thing. Well, that's exact. You know, that's a great way of putting it. Be <laughs> because I sat down with the, the, as I tell this story, with the president of content for SiriusXM, mm -hmm. and we were going, oh, we were, you know, he's saying, well, Joe, you got, you know, we're doing this, we're doing, and we were talking just generally about, like, we're talking now. Yeah. And he, he said, haven't we been here before? Oh, this is where we live. Haven't we been here? Why are we going over this? You just answered it. Yeah. There was a time, there were three networks, we all watched the same thing. And there was something else. We didn't have this instant reply to everything. Yes. You had to sit and, and think. think. Uh, <laughs> there we go. You had to think before you wrote a letter. Thank you. And then you thought, do I mail oh, it? Right. Uh, do I, you know, and, and now you don't have to think. What would happen if we had one week where everybody, you're allowed to talk on your phone, but you can't do anything else? Can't text, can't email. Oh, I see what you, yeah. For one week. Yeah. You know what? I got to take a break. Now, but if it would uh, make you shake, 
Oh, there'd be withdrawal. Yeah. Well, then, like I said. Oh, there'd be withdrawal. Like I said, remember Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> Mark these words. All right. Well, that's okay. see, we had that discussion during the break. Mm-hmm. You know that that she honestly believes that the cell phones have uh, that. Uh, what is? Oh, this? I think they're. Well, we've they all are, got opinions over here. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. No, I think they're emitting. A frequency, because, the, again, the Russians are very into tonality, notes. You know, they understand the power of music that we cannot hear, you know. Really? Only dogs can hear it. Well, the, the thing that happened yeah. in Cuba, nobody could hear. Right, right. It was at a frequency that, the, right, that, that you cannot hear. actually hear, but it's still going into your brain. Right. Like I said, the apathy level in the world is a little bit, yeah. except in China. In Hong Kong, who's in the streets? The people. Yeah. Thousands of them. Yes, tens of thousands. And nobody loves their phone more than the Chinese. Well, uh, 41 after, 42 after, and we'll continue. Uh, uh, you, you okay? Mm. I'm going to cut the coffee. Mm. <laughs> no, don't cut the coffee. What do you mean? What are you talking? Don't uh, cut the coffee. See, we haven't had, we haven't been together in a while, so we're... <laughs> We're kind of catching up. Y'all thought oh, it was God. funny with BB <laughs> yesterday, and, and how stupid of me. And I thought oh, about we were no, here together. That's what we were going to say. Well, I might as well just going out here and sat with the crew. We would know? never made the show last night. No, but anyway. no, take a break. We'll yeah. continue. Okay. I do stand before you, as was noted here, uh, really uh, having achieved greatness. I mean, I'm not just an overrated general i am the greatest the world's most overrated and this is in no small part i will tell you uh, i i owe new york i owe new york for this because senator schumer have i thank you uh for bringing my name up in a rather contentious meeting in washington where this grew out of um, so I would just tell you, too, that I'm honored to be considered that by, by Donald Trump because he also called Meryl Streep an overrated actress. <laughs> so I guess I'm the Meryl Streep of generals. <laughs> and, and frankly, that sounds pretty good to me. Uh, and you do have to admit uh, that between me and Meryl, at least we've had some victories. <clears throat> And some of you were kind during the reception and asked me, you know, uh, if this bothered me to have been rated this way uh, based on what Donald Trump said. I said, of course not. I'd earned my spurs on the battlefield, Martin, as you pointed out, and Donald Trump earned his spurs in a letter from a doctor. So. <laughs> this is what we're talking yeah, about that's during how you, the break. That's how you do it. You know, now, wait, this is how you do what? Tell, this is what, this is how you attack this man. You know, just when this election was happening, when Trump was first emerged from the New York world, because everybody in New York knows who this guy is, from the day he came out of mommy's yesterday, crotch. Yesterday, I had that conversation with most of the folk who were from New York yeah. on stage with yeah. you guys, yeah. and we were backstage later. Right. And that's that's almost to the person. Well, and it's a city yeah. mouse, country mouse situation that we have to get over. And what does that I mean? I don't know how to plant a crop, and you don't know how to negotiate your way through Harlem. But I can tell you how to do that, and you can tell me how to grow some gotcha. Gotcha. whatever you grow. Right, right. But we've stopped communicating that way. Right. And everybody in New York could have told all y'all, don't put this boy in a position of power. He already thinks he rules. What do you do? You know... Again, I go back to the home. Mommies, 
mommies, take the scissors out of your little boy's hands, which, by the way, I think is the answer to everything right now. I'm going to, Joe, I can only say this to you because you are a, with a capital M, man. But you guys have been ruling this for a long time, and I see where we are now. Do we all see where we are now? It's time for mommy Mm -hmm. to take the scissors Mm -hmm. out of your hands. Right, right. Right. It's time for this to become a matriarchy, and that's and that was prev- that was that was shown with that photograph with Pelosi. Absolutely, well, when, uh, when, mommy, and that's what she did. she said. No, 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 that, that no. She, she, you know, that every was, road right. leads to Putin from yeah. you. Yeah, that's the other way to take him down. Stop talking about what he's doing because he ain't doing nothing. He's right. getting a message. And we don't know how. You know, the Sicilians say, I don't mind when you put an umbrella up my bum. It's when you open it. Well, the Russians are opening it. Okay? So the way you good bring. Good lines. Yeah, I got like, some good lines. You, want, you travel around the world. You get good you lines. Good lines. Wow. Um, no, but, but people need to stop assigning him any kind of intelligence. He doesn't have any. He's being told what to do. Now, tell people what we said, what we are talking about, The this this optic of the apprentice when he holds these yeah, press when he holds these press somebody, gaggles please, outside somebody yeah. that does video please, please. you, you got to keep up with the nonsense because yeah. it's a it's a joke it he opens every sh- every show he opens every press conference like he opens the apprentice the, the the apprentice always started with him on a helipad with his little goober baby lips and today and everyone's calling him mr trump and blah blah blah, blah, blah. i had friends that said you need to be on the apprentice i said honey this boy would be dead in a day because i ain't go- i ain't gonna call him mr nothing are you kidding me you know so i mean the thing is if you Deal with him like he's nothing, because he is, it will destroy him. So instead of saying, do you know what Trump did today? They need to start saying, you know what Putin told Trump to do today? And that will destroy him, because he doesn't want anybody to think that this is not all coming from him. Why is it? And if this, this if I hear this one more time, I'm going to die. You know, here's, a, I'll give you another story, another analogy. Friend, I won't use the real names. Uh, but I'm in the studio with a guy. This is during the days of uh, when everybody had coke on the table and they were snorting it from one end to the other. A lot of drugs going around, a lot of smoking weed out in the open. It's like the 70s in New York. Big studio scene, lots of people making lots of music in that town at that time. And a uh, famous singer, who shall go nameless, is standing in the studio, <clears throat> and the producer of the record is her boyfriend. And he's pretty high at that particular point in time. He's listening to a playback. They're in the control room. And one of the musicians comes into the control room to listen to the playback. And he happens to know the lady, the girl singer. Like, I mean, he knows her. Knows her, her. right, yeah. And they embrace. And her boyfriend, who's sitting there kind of leaning over the console, looks up in his stupor. And they're damn near grinding. And he says, I think she knows him. <laughs> this is what America's doing about Putin yeah. and Trump. I think, why is it, I think why is it every I, time he does yeah. something it's good for Putin? Because Putin is doing it. 
stop asking that ridiculous question because Putin is telling him what to do. Putin is directing his nonsense. He put him in there because he's nonsensical. He put him in there because he knows he's stupid. And all he's got to do is point him in the right direction. Okay, now destroy this. Go over there and be you. Go over there and do you because if you do you, we, we certainly we saw know that it's with, messed we up. We certainly saw that with Turkey and Syria. It's, it's been, you've been seeing it every day and every day it comes out a little bit more. Ooh, they've been talking to each other all Frank the time. Frank from Connecticut. Come Go on. ahead. Frank? Good morning. Good morning. You're on with Patty Austin, Madison here on uh, Sirius yeah, XM uh, Urban I View. I was on the cruise one year, a couple of years ago, Uh-oh. and uh, nope. I had an opportunity to sit with Miss Austin Don't tell at a concert, and we were acting up and laughing, and I had so much fun. And I always tell people what a good person you were and how good you are, and you Thank have you, a beautiful sir. voice, too. Thank you. And now I'm starting to learn something else more about you. You're a very political person, oh, God, and yes. I like that. <laughs> All right. Rob from Arkansas, go ahead. Hello, uh, Joe. Hello, Rob. I just, wanted to tell, I just wanted to tell Patty, hey, I just enjoy her music and my most favorite song. It's through the test of time. Oh, well, isn't that isn't that a great song and isn't that a great message? Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, the Wonderful first time song. I heard it, I had forgot the name of it, and I had to call Lily at Watercolors, and she found it for me and played it for oh, me. Oh, that's great. Well, that, that song, by the way, was written by David Pack, who was... Uh, who wrote and sang Sunshine You're oh, all yeah. sitting at yeah. home yeah. and you're gonna sing You're the biggest part of there, me There's the chorus. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. JT. That's the composer. JT from New Jersey again. First time caller. Welcome. Hey, how you doing, Joe? Hey, Fine. listen, this is uh, JT Taylor, the, you know, the singer of Too Hot Celebration. Patty, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh-huh. How are you doing? Cool, doing in, cool in the game. Yes, that's it. That's cool. Me. Oh, <laughs> duh. Hey, man. No, I'm just, you know, I look, I got to tell you, I, you know, I'm just a Bravo. talk show. I am amazed at who listens to the show. Oh, please. I, no, really. I, no. Tell me. Everybody, I, no, you no. know, it's just like uh, Elijah Cummings. I did not know Elijah Cummings listened every day on his drive from Baltimore yeah. to Washington. Of course he would. And he, hey. you know, he would, uh, and... But I look. You guys have to understand. I I I'm just a little old guy from a little town in Ohio who listened to Patty Austin, <laughs> who listened to JT and Cool in the Gang, right. and you know, and listened to BB Wine. You know how yeah. BB and I met one day. No, he had performed JT Patty, uh-huh. and uh-huh. it was like a, a, a private gig. Right, and he walks out only, and he said, he says, "You're Joe Madison." Yeah, but you're BB one, <laughs> and he said, "Oh yeah, man, I watch you on TV and so." Yeah. and that's and it was like instant relationship. Well, yes, and the same thing like with us. But Joe, you've all, you've always been a light. Always, I, you always shine the right light on the right situation yeah. wherever you go. And I'm and I always yeah. just race to my TV when you get to well, be a talking not, head, which yeah. is not enough. Every, every morning, yep. JD, thank hey, you. Hey, Real, hey, I have hey, less than. I just want to say, hey, Patty, yeah. yes. Real quick. Yeah. Hey, remember we we uh, did the background for George Benson. Remember, the, I remember the song How, that we did. Which which was it? A Rod Temperton tune? I think so. I think it was it like was. first time we met, yeah. and we it was the George Benson album. I'm trying to. I'm sitting up there. I've been in session all morning myself. I 
four, went to bed about four o'clock. So Ooh. I understand when you got that morning voice, but you still hey, don't hey, sleep, hey. by the don't way. Hey, 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 don't rub it in. Well, I got hey, up don't rub it in. I got up at four. <laughs> I got a rub. Hey, man, call. And JD, first of all, you you guys are just, I'm so glad you're out there, still yeah. out there. I Trust me. I am a major fan, always have been. Patty Austin. Hey, look, right thank you, man. Answer. You know, since I left the group, you know, I've been doing yeah. quite a few things. And, yeah. you know, my son's out of college, and, like, we're working on a new TV show, Patty. I'll be in touch with and, you about and that. And let us so know I'll about it. let you know. Okay. And uh, i right. got new music coming also. Right. So, listen, I thank you, Joe, for everything you do in the I morning. And, Patty, I love you. Love you and more. And keep All doing right. what you're doing. All right, thank darling, you. you too. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.